Hi, my name is Kirk Hamilton and I'm the host of the Staying Healthy Today show. And this is a show where we bring key experts in the fields of nutrition, prevention, integrative and lifestyle medicine. And it's my pleasure to introduce an old friend, uh, um, Dr. Heather Shankman. Uh, she's a interventional cardiologist who has opened up her own practice. And maybe that's evolved her to a preventive cardiologist, I'm not sure. Um, but she wrote a book called The Vegan Heart Doctor's Guide to Reversing Heart Disease, Losing Weight, and Reclaiming Your Life. So we're here at a conference, we're in a room, so it might be a little echoey. So Heather, why did you write this book? I wrote this book really as a primer for my patients because I want people to know that heart disease is something that you can take control of, you can manage, and with the power of your abilities and your knowledge, you can do very, very well. When did you become interested in studying the heart? Like, where were you in medical school or even before that? I think I became interested in cardiology and studying the heart really during my internal medicine training. I found that the things that we do in terms of interventions like opening up blocked arteries can, can help to save lives. But that said, that nutrition and lifestyle also has a great impact. I am actually still an interventional cardiologist. I take call for patients who come in who have acute heart attacks, certainly people I've not, never met in my life who I haven't had the opportunity to impart my own knowledge to and I can save their lives and help them to make changes so I do do preventive cardiology as, as well as interventional cardiology so let me ask you something about stents off the bat so sure. they can save the life at the moment but do they increase mortality or reduce mortality excuse me that's a great question it depends on the setting in which an angioplasty is performed. In other words, the setting in which we open up a blocked artery. If somebody is having a heart attack or has what we call unstable angina, which is a heart attack that is evolving, yes, an angioplasty to open up a blocked artery absolutely does save lives. In the setting of what we call chronic stable angina, in other words, somebody who has symptoms when they exert their, themselves like chest pain or shortness of breath, when we put stents in those people, the data is not so clear. And in fact, there are some trials that suggest that there is not a benefit in terms of prolonging life with doing these procedures. So I know you're an exercise person. Yes. But let's stay with, were you a plant-based person prior to becoming a cardiologist or did you evolve to becoming a plant-based person after you became a cardiologist? So where, when did that journey start? I've been a vegetarian since I was 16 years old, but in terms of being plant-based or vegan, that actually came to pass during my cardiology fellowship training about 13 years ago. Wow. So what, um, what happened then? Well, around that time, of course, I was thinking about the animals and the impact that even dairy and eggs have on, on animals' lives um, and the horrific abuses that those animals suffer. But also, I was learning more about the research of Dean Ornish and Caldwell Esselstyn, both doctors who have presented studies that demonstrate that plant-based diets can prevent and even reverse the most serious of heart disease. It must have been kind of exciting to have a belief system and not wanting to hurt animals, and then all of a sudden, your specialty cardiology and there might be a way to reverse that or prevent it with a plant-based diet. That must be pretty cool. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and to this day, I think it's pretty awesome that I can combine my love of animals and my love of keeping people healthy into one career. So let's talk about your book. Yes. Let's see, I'm going to go to the table of contents because I just met at a conference and <laughs> just got handed the book, so I, I'm not that fast of a speed reader. When you're explaining to a patient what causes heart disease, 
how do you dumb it, not, yeah, dumb it down <laughs> to, to the average person's level, my level, and to explain it so it's not overwhelming? It's always a challenge, and unfortunately, we don't necessarily have so much time with a patient, but I really do try to explain this is what's going on. I try to explain the risk factors for heart disease and the importance of reversing those risk factors. It's a hard thing to do in a 15 or even a 30-minute visit with a patient, but I do try to educate my patients as much as they can behind the causes of their illness and link that to the things that I want them doing to help to reverse their illness. So maybe give me five things that you say are causes of heart disease. Um, number one certainly is smoking. S number two, sedentary lifestyle. Number three, diet. Number four, um, stress, um, physical, emotional stress. And number five, perhaps the toxins in our environment. So let's go back to diet because I'm kind of a geek head or meathead, if you want to call it that, for diet. Um, so give me five dietary things that you feel aggravate inflammation or the plaque or whatever you want to call it that causes heart disease. The things that aggravate disease, I'd say um, animal products in general, but more specifically um, meat, even animal products like eggs and dairy, added salt to food, particularly processed food and restaurant food, and added sugar to food are key culprits. So we're talking to uh, Dr. Heather Shankman, MD. She's an interventional cardiologist, and preventive cardiologist, and her book is called The Vegan Heart Doctor's Guide to Reversing Heart Disease, Losing Weight, and Reclaiming Your Life. Okay, so I want to ask you one question about your opinion of cholesterol. Cofactor, main culprit, where do you put that in there? I think it's both. It absolutely is both because the cholesterol that you have in your body, it's influenced by your genetics in terms of how much your body makes of it, but it's also influenced by what you consume and what you eat and how much you move, which has an impact on your cholesterol levels as well. So how does it damage the artery? Well, there are different um, what we call lipoproteins that transport cholesterol. So there's HDL, which is the quote-unquote good cholesterol. That is a lipoprotein that takes cholesterol that is in the lining of the artery and transports it back to the liver to, so that it can be excreted to the body. And that is a good function. However, there's what we call the LDL, or so-called bad cholesterol, uh, molecule and molecules of that family that actually take cholesterol particles and deposit them into our arteries. Do you pay much attention to the size of the cholesterol LDL particle? Is that a big deal or you just look at the total number? Um, I know there's emerging science on particle number and particle size. At this point, it's really not ready for prime time in terms of medications and medical decision making. So when I'm, when I'm looking at patients' cholesterols, I don't generally order the advanced lipid panels. So. You're vegan, and many vegans and people that are on low-fat diets can have very low HDL cholesterols. Mm -hmm. That is correct. Concern, not concern? It's a great question. It's something I see because I, I take patients who are on a standard American diet, and they go to a vegan diet, and their cholesterol numbers plummet, but so does their HDL cholesterol as well. That will drop a little bit, which is the so-called good cholesterol. That said, in general, these patients do tend to do better, so I don't worry as much in that drop in the HDL cholesterol. Okay, so you get a patient, and whether you've done an intervention or not, you're still gonna coach them on the same diet pattern, correct? Mm -hmm. Yes. So how do you get people started on a, or trying to 
have their belief system, believe that this diet may be important, and then get them to do it. Great. Well, one of the things that I have to explain to my patients is that when you've gotten to the point where you have coronary artery disease, you've had a heart attack or a stroke, it's your lifestyle patterns up until that point that have gotten you here. So going forward, if you want to do well, you need to change those lifestyle patterns. Um, and when we talk about diet, yes, I will talk to my patients about the benefit of a plant-based diet. Um, I see patients of all walks of life, not just people who are eager to go vegan. And I have patients who, I can't, who they come to me and they don't even eat any fruits or vegetables. So it's a victory if I can get those patients even to just eat one fruit and one vegetable in a day. And then we go from there and can continue to evolve and improve the diet. So do you have a base handout you give them or do you say go to pcrm.org? <laughs> or, you know, how do you get them started? You know, I actually give my patients a copy of the Physicians Committee for Responsible Medicines um, Vegetarian Starter Kit. It's, it's a really good booklet. It talks about why to go vegan, how to go vegan. It's got meal planning tips. It's got recipes. I find it to be a very, very good resource. I also encourage my patients to watch the movie Forks Over Knives. It's easily available on Netflix. Um, do you emphasize the difference between vegan and whole plant-based foods? In other words, you can be vegan and eat Twizzlers. <laughs> True. Okay. So do you make that emphasis that the food you eat better be whole? Absolutely. I am an advocate not just of a vegan diet, because as you said, vegan can have all sorts of junk food. Um, but I do advocate a whole food plant-based diet. Okay. And if somebody wants to get a hold of you, first of all, how do they get your book? Well, you can get my book on Amazon. That's probably the easiest way to do it. Um, my book is for sale for $21.95 at the current time. And you go to Amazon and punch in my name, Dr. Heather Shankman, and you'll find it. And how do they get a hold of you if they wanted to consult with you if they're in the, I guess, greater Los Angeles area? Or do you have people come from outside or what? I, I see people from all, all sorts of places who, who come to see me, which is, which is fantastic. I have a website, www.drheathershankman.com, D-R-H-E-A-T-H-E-R-S-H-E-N-K-M-A-N.com. If you go to my website, um, all of my contact information is there. Okay. Well, my name is Kirk Hamilton. Heather, thank you so much for... I grabbed her out of a conference. We're at this conference, which is very, it's one of our favorite, well, my, one of my favorite organizations, PCRM.org, and I highly recommend you all go there. The things that Neil, Dr. Neil Bart Iron has done in 25 plus years is, is quite remarkable, from research to advocacy to legislation to studies. Um, in that regard, I will have this posted on iTunes at stayinghealthytoday.com. I have a little written summary of it. And uh, contact uh, Dr. Shankman if you have any questions, and I'll talk to you soon.